Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Hey, Real Life, man, so excited you join with us today, man. Happy Sunday. The day really is Sunday fun day. We have an awesome Sunday planned for you. Man, if you're new with us, thank you for being here. Hope you stay logged in the whole time. I believe God has something special for your life today. If you're part of Real Life family, always awesome, always grateful to be with you today. Hey, I would encourage you, if you're in this season where you've been a little discouraged, maybe a little season, maybe the song of your life is just a negative song, maybe feeling just a little bitter, maybe just feeling a little down, just don't feel like you're yourself in this season, whether it's COVID or politics or whatever, can encourage you today that God has a purpose for your life, man, that God has put you here with a purpose. And there's something we're going to talk about today that's underrated. I believe it's going to change you from the inside out. And I believe God has something special for you. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you a few ways to get connected and we're going to sing uh, some songs of hope, sing some songs to Jesus, may just remind us of who he is. And then we're going to give a message of hope straight from the Bible as we continue our series, Underrated. Come on, let's lift it up to Jesus today. Let know you love them. Come on. i 
as we sing to our God who is so worthy.
up real life what a great time what a great honor just to be able to worship god big this morning and he's a god that never forsakes us he never leaves us he's there in the good times but he's there in the bad times he's there when everything's going well but he's also the god over anxiety he's the god over depression he's the god over fear and he wants to connect with you and be authentic and real in your life this morning so why don't we do it real life let's give god one more shout of praise this morning for everything that he does in our lives every day so I'm Barry, I wanna welcome you and just thank you guys for uh, choosing again to follow along at Real Life today. If you're online, we're excited to see you. If you're at a watch party, we're, uh, we're excited to see you guys there hanging out, just enjoying the beautiful, cool morning, right? You guys are having a great time. If you are at a watch party, you can take this opportunity to catch a seat right now. I also wanna welcome all of you that are new with us this morning. We are excited to have you here. We wanna say welcome home. We believe that you belong here. We care about you, God cares about you. So real life, why don't we do this? Let's let everybody that's new know how much we care about them. If you're online, throw out some hearts, throw out some likes. If you're at a watch party, throw out a shout of praise, give a round of applause, give some air high fives. If you are new, I wanna invite you to fill out something called the digital communication card. You can do that in two different ways. The first one is by texting RLNEW to 97000, that is 97000. Or if you are following along online, there will be a link that pops up in the comment section. After you fill that out, one of our connection team members, they'll connect with you, they'll call you over the phone, and they just wanna help you in any way that we can. Their job is just to make you feel at home and help you again in any way that we can. And a lot of people ask us, why do we do that? Why do we wanna connect with people? And it's this simple, it's our mission. That's who God called us to be, it's what we are, it's who we are, what we do. And so we, we just wanna reach out and, and we wanna see people far from God discover the real life and purpose in Jesus. I put another way, we're just a bunch of broken people that have found a source of hope and we wanna share that hope with other broken people. We are a church for the unchurched. We welcome everybody in. We wanna bring hope to all in Jesus' name and we wanna do that for you today. So again, thank you so much for being with us today if you're new. If you're as excited as I am about meeting in person and getting connected and having live worship again, I wanna remind you, Coming up, we're relaunching at KT Elementary School. On August the 2nd, our dream team is gonna get together. We're gonna get the rust out. We're gonna knock some cobwebs off and just make sure we can do everything that we used to do really well. And then we're also implementing some new systems for you guys. So we're gonna do that on August the 2nd. And then August the 9th, we're opening up for everybody. We can't wait to see you guys on the 9th or on the 2nd if you're on the dream team. We are super excited about it. Hope you guys are as well. So tonight, don't forget this as well. We're gonna have a great time and I wanna invite you to a, a time of hanging out, celebration, vision casting, some worship. Tonight, between 6.30 and 8.30, we're gonna hang out at the Hawkridge Park in Raymore. So it's just a time for connection, a time to worship God, just a time just to have fun together in a big corporate setting. Don't forget to RSVP to reallifechurchkc.com. So before we pray, I want you guys just to, just to settle your hearts, get focused on what God has for you today. Pastor Sean's gonna bring a good word. So let's go before God and just pray for an authentic experience and pray that we just hear what he has for us today. God, we come before you. And we're just honored and humble that we're just having the ability just to, to worship you this morning. God, thank you for everything that you do in our lives every day. So often we just, we get boggled down in the, in the things that are, that are holding us back or the things that we're fearful of. And God, we just pray that you give us a passion and a heart just to, to, to realize that you are here with us right now. 
Heaven is not that far away. We are in the midst of just a great calling and a great purpose that you have for us. God, I just want to lift up everybody that's listening. God, I pray that they hear your word. I hear that, I pray that they just uh, experience an authentic encounter of you today. And again, I just want to lift up all the gatherings around the city, whether they're here in town, across the nation, or even across the world. God, I just pray that you get the honor and glory out of all the worship today. And we pray these things in your name. Amen. So before Pastor Sean does bring that, that awesome word from, uh, from God, I want you guys to take this opportunity. If you're online, find somebody that you don't know, somebody that you do know. Tell them that you're excited to see them. Tell them that you love them. Throw them some hearts. Throw them some love. Throw them some likes out there. If you're at a watch party, throw out those air high fives. Maybe somebody snuck in late. That's what I do. Let them know that you're excited to see them here. And just, we are, again, we are so excited for you guys to join with us this morning. Hey, Real Life, man, so excited you guys are in the house, being part of Real Life family, and so blessed and so grateful you guys are watching us today. Hey, again, if you're new with us, man, so glad you were here. You're an honored guest. Man, shout out to everybody that's new. We love you guys watching this. Little bit God has brought you here on purpose, with a purpose, and you get something special out of today. Hey, I want to invite all of you out to something very unique that's happening tonight, something that's just been on our hearts, something we're excited about. I know some of you guys have been just dying, most of you dying to get connected. I know so many, so many introverts, man, are looking for some relationships right now because it has been four months since our church has met together in person. And tonight is your night to get connected. Man, 6.30, we're going to meet over at the Hawk Ridge Amphitheater uh, down on Johnston behind the Price Chopper in Raymore. Uh, this amazing amphitheater that the Parks and Rec is letting us use. And so we're having live worship and uh, and just uh, just time to connect with God. And I believe God's going to do something special in your heart. To, it's not a bunch of log- logistics and transactions. Nights to be tonight, we slow it down, uh, just being tune with the Holy Spirit of God. You connect as a church of God. And so I encourage you to come out. We'd love for you to be there, especially on the dream team, but for, it's open to anybody and everybody. Uh, and we have a very, very special thing I'm going to break to you. Uh, I can't I can't hold myself back. I'm going to spoil the surprise. Uh, we are bringing in one more scoop tonight. Man, all the ice cream that you can stuff in your face. I'm telling you, the weather is perfect for ice cream. So come on out. We're going to have some tents. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but I encourage you to be there because I believe God's going to do something special inside of your heart. And today we jump into the second part of our series called Underrated. And I want to talk about something that's very near and dear to my heart. Something I believe uh, that is one of the most underrated things in our world today, uh, underrated thing in a church today. And uh, it kind of goes back to this idea what happens to heart and soul. There's something inside of us that just fed by God. There's a thing that, that God speaks to in our life. And I believe that through this, that God is going to use you today through this thing that's underrated. It's going to become very apparent. There's some things that we need to change in our life. I mean, back in 2017, I was a part of a day of prayer with these other pastors in our city and began to pray for our city as before we launched our church and is a season of uncertainty, a season of that was uncomfortable, a season of the unknown. And I remember just praying with these other pastors that God would do something incredible in our city. And it was a moment where uh, stuff was kind of chaotic in my own life and my wife's life. And uh, things were going a little crazy uh, with her friendships. And uh, she had some friends from Africa, some missionary friends whose kid was struggling through cancer, end up uh, being terminally ill in the middle of this season. I'm sitting here praying and just asking God to do only what he can do in this moment. And this song came on. They started playing from the stage and it just spoke to me in so many ways. And that's what heart and soul is all about. But this song was called As It Is. Uh, you may know, it, you may not know it. it's a Hillsong song. It came out in 2016. It was pretty new at the time. And uh, I called it Jack's song because we played it all the time when our son would go to bed. And I the song was like perfectly timed, uh, just speaking to my heart. And if you don't know the song, the song's all about 
uh, just struggling through life, but there's a greater purpose that God is with us, that God walks us with us in this season, that we're not alone and this earth is not our home. And the whole point of the song is that we sing today like we're singing from heaven. And so I'm not going to, um, you know, sing a song to you. I wish I could. I'm not that gifted. Okay. So I can't preach and sing. I wish I could though, because it'd be amazing. I don't have the John Gray or the Elevation Worship style. I don't have, I don't have the verdict, you know, but, uh, I'd be amazing if I could sing right now. But the song just began to speak to my life. And I, I would encourage you, uh, man, what it would be like today if heaven lived inside of us right now? That might be some little joy in our step. Amen. Might have a little more smile on our face. I know there's a lot of division, a lot of problems around us. I mean, you see the media, you see stuff, but we'd be happy. Uh, we, we just have some passion in our step. There, we got some purpose. We get up in the morning knowing God's put here on this step, on this earth for a purpose and a reason in this moment. May have a song of victory in our life, not a song of defeat. Who knows in this season of COVID? I'm not sure what it is. All right. Maybe it's COVID. Uh, maybe it's politics. Maybe it's the media, media, but man, there's so much bitterness, man. There's songs of anger, man. Songs of frustration, songs of defeat, songs of loneliness, songs of anxiety. And in this season, I feel like, man, the devil is getting some of the best of us right now. Like we've forgotten about one of the most underrated things in the Bible that heaven is real and that heaven lives in us. And that's why I called this message, heaven lives in me. Man, one of the most underrated themes in the Bible. And I believe you're going to learn something new today uh, from the scripture. And I believe God's going to speak to you and God's going to encourage you. And so I want to share with you today what I believe God wants us to do. I'm going to tell you, we got one shot. We've got one moment. I feel like I'm Eminem right now. All right, to do this thing. You got this little breath called life. You got this little dash between the dates. You got this little vapor called life to make a difference. I want to ask you, what are you going to do with this life? Because I believe that there's a hope that lives inside of, inside of us. And when Jesus launched the church, the capital C church, he launched something that was so incredible that changed the world. There's a hope that he has given to us today. And I believe there's one of the most underrated verses in the Bible uh, that we're going to look at as he launched the Capital City Church. I want you to check it out. It's found in Matthew 16. I'm going to read you the story, some give you some context, and then I'm going to share the verse that's never been preached on as far as I know that I've seen, never heard a message on it. I've never preached a message on it, but it's so powerful for us today. So check it out. Matthew 16, verse 13 says this, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, man, who do people say that the son of man is? And the disciples replied, man, some say it's John the Baptist. Some say it's Elijah. Others say Jeremiah. Others say the other prophets. And then he asked one of the most significant questions that you or me could ever ask ourselves today. It's the question that determines our eternity, the question that determines our steps on the earth, decides our future. And Jesus leans into the disciples and he asks this question, but what about you? He asked, who do you say that I am? You know, we live in the age of opinions. We live in the age of facts. We live in the age of just knowing everything. But personally today, if you were to answer that question in your heart, who do you say Jesus is right now? in this moment. Of course, Simon Peter speaks up in verse 16, clears his throat, and he says, uh, you're the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood. Can I tell you today that if you know Jesus, it wasn't revealed to you by your friends. It wasn't revealed to you by Facebook or a news feed, but it was revealed to you by your father in heaven. God revealed this to you today. And Jesus says this, and I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock, on this truth of 
God revealed to you from your father. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. I'll tell you what, I'm so happy that Jesus is building his church in the middle of the COVID season, in the middle of tension, in the middle of politics. Man, that's Jesus that does the work and builds his church and the gates of darkness and hell cannot overcome the power of Jesus and his church. Come on, if you're a Jesus follower, this is a good time to say amen. And there's a verse after this that's so often that we miss. And this is the most underrated verse. We're going to talk about this and what it looks like in our life. The very next verse, this little verse in verse 19, it says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is handing us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Do you guys remember when you got your first set of car keys? You guys remember that? Man, uh, I remember getting them, um, and I, I wasn't old enough to really drive. I was 14 years old, <laughs> and my dad, he handed me the keys to a Mercury Marquee in 1984. This thing burned so much smoke when you stopped at a stop sign, you couldn't see the guy behind you. I'm not even joking. And uh, we, I drove that thing from the Lake of the Ozarks back to Kansas City. Uh, but my dad fell asleep in the passenger seat because that's what you do when you're training somebody to drive. And uh, I remember this this vehicle uh, eventually became mine. Um, you didn't really steer this car. You just aimed it. It's like a boat. You just kind of pointed a direction because, you know, it's so loose when you drove. Uh, it was kind of like a Porsche, you know, driving behind a school bus, you know, just, just being towed. Uh, it was just an amazing vehicle. Um, and uh, so anyway, that's my first car. I don't know about your first car. You're probably going to tell somebody about your first car. But Jesus, remember that responsibility we had when we got that car? You're so excited. Jesus is handing us the keys to the kingdom of heaven today. And this is what it says. It says, whatever you bind, Whatever you close on earth will be bound up, will be closed in heaven. It says, wherever you open on earth, wherever you loose on earth will be open in heaven. I'm just here to tell you today, there's things in this world, man, when you shut them, they're shut for eternity. And there's things in this world, when you open, they're open for eternity, that God has given you the keys to heaven today. Can I tell you that your life matters more than you think? that what you do today actually has an eternal difference, that you can make an impact for all eternity of lives of people. I don't know about you, man. I just get excited when I hear this. Man, I think that's something I can give my life to. I think that's just gonna get me up in the morning thinking that my life makes an eternal impact. I have a purpose in my steps. I can make a difference. I'm called by God to serve his purpose. Can I just tell you, Jesus followers, you hold the keys. You hold the keys. This is why we launched a church back in 2017. We launched this church because God has given us a piece of heaven on earth. He has given us a calling. Can I just tell you, our church exists to close some doors, man, to close the door of depression, man, to close the door of suicide, man, to, to close the door of food insecurity. Man, our church is here to make a difference. We want to open the door of hope. Come on, somebody. We want to open the door of freedom, man, open the, the door of deliverance, man, open Open the door of life change. May open the door of food and clothing and resources to people in our community. God has put us here on a mission and with the mission on purpose. And heaven lives in us today. I mean, I believe this can change your life because we are the church and we hold the keys. Can I tell you the pain you're walking through? There's a purpose to that pain. I know you're walking in a season, maybe you doubt, maybe anxiety, maybe things you don't understand and it's just not working out. Maybe you've experienced some loss around you. Can I just tell you this is temporary and one day you're going to be at home in heaven when there's no more tears and no more crying and there's going to be a glory of God around you, reunited with those that know Jesus. Can I just encourage you today that your life has purpose and meaning and that 
heaven is underrated because we forget about it every single day, but we have a purpose so much bigger than COVID and, and racial uh, tension and politics. We have a purpose in Jesus today. Can I encourage you that we can serve that purpose and make a difference? I believe God has given you keys to heaven in your life today. And so I wore a little key. Uh, my This is my wife, so I can do that, I guess. Um, but I wore this little key. It says end it. It's about ending slavery in the world. But I want to encourage you that God has given you the keys to heaven in your life and it's put in your heart. And so I'm wearing this today to represent the keys that God has given us. And I believe God has given you a key to change things today in our world. And I believe one of the biggest chains, the biggest locks that we're called to unlock is the, is the chain of division, the chain of division. I believe God has called us to be one as the church. Matter of fact, Jesus, he prayed for us today. Back, he could pray for anything he wanted to be prayed for us specifically as believers is found in John chapter 17, verse 20. He said, I pray also for those who believe in me through your message. And that is us today that we have believed because it's been passed down over and over again. And he's praying for us. He says that all of them, that's me and you may be one. We may be together. He says, father, just as just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Man, Jesus wants us to be so united that we just like Jesus and his father, we'll be so close to one another. He is saying that when we are united, the world recognizes that we are from God and that Jesus sent was sent here to rescue people. The world would believe in Jesus. He says, verse 22, I've given them the glory that I gave me, that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one in them and you and me so that they might be brought to complete unity. Man, Jesus is praying for us 2,000 years ago to be unified as the body of Christ. It says, then the world will know that you sent me and have loved me, loved them even as you have loved me. Man, people recognize us as Christians by our unity. Man, not by our theology, man, not by our cool style, not by our graphics or our social media. No, they recognize us by our love for one another, by our unity together. Man, if there's ever a season that the church should be unified. I'm telling you, now is the time. Man, there is so much division around us in politics, man, in race, man, in mask. I've never seen people get more upset about any topic than a mask. There is so much division around us. And I would encourage you today that you hold the keys today to have unity in this season. Look at verse 22. It says this, I have given them the glory that you gave me that they may be one as we are one. Jesus has given us some glory. Can I tell you today, man, that heaven lives in you, that heaven lives in you. The glory of God lives in you. Can I encourage you today that you represent more than just someone? You don't you don't represent just yourself. You don't represent a, a political party. You don't represent an ideology. No, you represent someone. His name is Jesus. You represent Jesus today. You represent the only one, the creator, the sustainer, the comforter, the almighty. You represent God to the world today. Can I just tell you this with all the love in my heart? I mean, all sincerity, the world does not need our opinion as much as it needs to see God's glory today through the church. I'm going to say that again. The world does not need our opinion. I mean, we can say what we want to say, but I'm telling you, the world needs to see God's glory through the church. It needs to see the, the, the unity. It needs to see the love and the compassion. It needs to see us serving and giving back and representing who God is to the world around us. That's why Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, he says this. He said, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and there'll be no division among you, that you be perfectly united in mind 
in thought. Man, you talk about unity. Man, I can't get two people. I don't agree with myself half the time, all right? But he's saying, I want all of you to be unified in mind and thought. He goes on in verse 12. He says, what I mean is this. One of you says, man, I'm a Paul. I'm a follower of Apollos. Another says, I'm a follower of Cephas. That's Peter. Another says, I'm a follower of Christ. There's so much division around him. Can I tell you today what division looks like in our world? You guys seen this. I've got this. uh, Here's what division looks like. It looks like a chain, all right? If you have a skid steer, you know how heavy this chain. Oh, there it goes. But we have a division all around us. Some of you guys are like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm for Black Lives Matter. That's, that's all I stand for. And you're going to fight for that all day long. And some of you can say, I'm all lives matter. You're going to be that way. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm all for masks. And we're going to fight on Facebook. And some of you are like, man, I think masks are dumb. People wear masks are idiots, you know? Some of you guys are pro-Trump. Some of you guys are pro this and pro-statue and hate statues. We're all over the place. And at the end of the day, man, God's not getting any of the glory. God's not getting the glory. We're not focused on who God's called us to be. Can I encourage you that around your neck and in your heart, you have a key to unlock the chains that the world need to see? I mean, we're on Facebook and we're just complaining about stuff. When we got opinions, that's great. But I'm going to tell you, I'm, I think you should be educated. I think you should make your decisions. But ultimately, we're Jesus followers. I mean, we're called to unite together under the banner of Jesus. There's something higher than our politics. There's something higher than wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. There's something higher than the color of your skin. Can I just tell you today that the enemy doesn't have a color. The enemy doesn't have a color of skin. The enemy isn't flesh and blood. The enemy doesn't wear red or blue. The enemy is dividing us. The enemy has a tactic and he's smarter than put on a shirt or a jersey or a skin color in 2020. He knows what it looks like to get on social media and everybody have their opinions. Can I just tell you today that God has called us to be unified as the church, that we are the body of Christ and that we can use this key to unlock the chain of unity. What's that look like? Man, we can begin just pray for somebody. We can just listen to the other side. You know what we can do? We can serve somebody else. We can be a, a good neighbor. We can disagree and care for people. We don't have to do something crazy. Uh, we don't have to ostracize anybody. We can just love people where they're at. We can give them grace enough to be wrong if we think we're right. We can care for people. We can do something that's kind of radical. We could listen. We can make a difference in this season. I'm telling you, the enemy has the tactic. He knows what it is to divide in this season. We can be a bridge for healing. I'm just asking Jesus, man, to do something in our life today. I'm asking Jesus, man, to bring some unity in the church, some unity in the world. Man, we can unite together. We can make a better world for those around us. We can care for people. We can be on mission, even though there's the world's crumbling around us, because guess what? Heaven lives in us. Guess what? I hold the key. I hold the key. This world isn't my home. I'm just passing through. Can I just tell you today? It's temporary. Like I can just say like, you know what? I don't agree with all this stuff. I don't like this and that, but you know what? It's just temporary. So I'm just going to go and take that off. I'm just going to let that roll. That was a little heavy, but I'm, I'm going to let that roll. Like that's just not, that's not my biggest issue in life. My biggest issue in life is that there's people that need to go to heaven, that need the love of Jesus. And so I'm going to step out of my comfort zone, of my opinion, of my self-righteousness. And I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to serve somebody today. I'm going to be on mission for the gospel today. I believe God has given us the key. Man, I believe this. Not only has God given us the key to unlock division, God has given us the key to unlock fear to unlock fear in our lives. I believe fear is holding us back all around us. Some of us are afraid of failing. We're afraid of taking a risk for the cause of Christ, man. What others will think about us or afraid of being wrong or, or looking dumb. Come on, I preach. I, I've already made like 15 mistakes in this message. I know it's like to look like a silly fool for the cause of Christ. Man, some of us don't even go off the starting line because we're chained down. We're afraid of everything else around us, what everybody thinks of us. And this season is just getting this song of bitterness and a song of anger and a song 
song of resentment, this song of self-righteousness, instead of the song from heaven, the song of joy, the song of passion, the song of purpose. We've forgotten, we've underrated what heaven is all about. And so today I want to encourage you, we can unlock fear in our life. It says in 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, my love this, but of power, of love, and self-discipline. Can I encourage you, Jesus follower, when you recognize there's some fear in your life, just call it what you, as you see it. This isn't from God. This fear isn't from God. God doesn't give me a spirit of fear. He gives me a spirit of power. I'm an overcomer. I'm a chosen son and daughter of the king. Can I encourage you to make your decision, not based on fear, but based on faith today, that that fear is maybe stopping you from a movement of God in our city and in your life? Man, in the middle of this COVID season, I found myself just getting a little fearful. You know, I've never had the the the, um, the issue of shutting down a church because of a, of a pandemic, okay? And so we're shutting down the church, you know, I'm thinking like, oh man, God's going to use this. And about three weeks in, I'm thinking, I don't know if we're going to have a church after this is done. And not because anything is going crazy, because my mind is rolling crazy. And all of a sudden I can feel this fear in my life. And I started waking up like four in the morning. Like if you know me, that ain't happening. Okay. But I'm up at four in the morning, just got working like crazy, trying to figure this out and just pushing hard, just wondering if this is going to work out. Like we're online. We've never done that before. Like, is this even possible? Are people even going to stay? Are we going to be back into schools? Like all these thoughts are running in my head. And I just verses came to mind. You read it earlier, and it's so powerful for us today. I'm reminded of it. it says in Matthew 16, 18. So Jesus says, I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock, on God's truth, I, I, not Sean, man, not the dream team, man, not not donors, um, not the school district, not politics, okay, not not COVID, okay. Uh, it says I, it says Jesus will build my church. Man, I love this, that God is building his church. And he says the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Can I tell you this? I'm so relieved that I'm not building God's church. Man, I'm just faithful and God is called to build. Man, I, I'm just gonna serve, but God is called to grow. I just show up. Man, it's not willing on, it's not my work that does it. It's Jesus who brings the growth. Can I just encourage you today that God's gonna see it through? Whatever God's called you to do, He's gonna see it through. He's gonna show you the way. He's gonna make it happen because He is in control. He is in control. But you know what? I don't know if we're gonna stay in person. Maybe I have to shut back down. I'm just throwing out there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the future is gonna hold back and tell you this. God's gonna grow His church. It's not on me. It's not on any of us. Thank God in the middle of COVID season that Jesus is reaching people. Amen. The gospel is going forward. People's lives are being changed. People are being served. People are being fed food. People are being brought hope. I'm just telling you, God is still working, even though it doesn't look the way we thought it looked like. And I'm telling you, because heaven is inside of us, that Jesus is here working. I don't have to worry about all this stuff around me because I got the key. I got the key to heaven. I can't forget that this is in my heart. It's around my neck, that there's something more going on that meets the eye. This is just a season. We're just walking through this together. I'm telling you, God has a purpose through every part of this. I'm telling you, you hold the key of faith. You're not walking alone. I was gonna encourage you today. What song are you singing? What song are you singing? When you're on Facebook, what song are you singing? And when you're with your friends, what song are you singing? Man, when, when you're talking at dinner, what song are you singing? When you're sitting up at night and you're thinking all this thought, what thoughts are you thinking? Man, are we, are we on the attitude that Christ 
has for us. Man, are we singing that song of hope and joy and that even though life is tough, man, life is in a season of just grind. We're in the season of unknown, the season of uncertainty, but God is faithful. Man, that heaven is real. And you know what? We're not gonna underrate heaven. We're gonna maximize heaven. We're gonna be a different kind of people. We're not gonna put our head low and think, man, this is never gonna end. We're gonna put our head up and say, you know what? God is gonna use this and sign me up. I know what it looks like for you today to change the song in your heart of what that may be specifically for you, but can I encourage you? It probably has something to do about serving in church. It probably has something to do about reading your Bible. It probably has something to do about praying with your family. It probably has something to do about opening the good book of God called the Bible and letting the Holy Spirit work in your life. It has something to do get about the people of God that can encourage you. It might have something to do about this. I don't know what it is specifically that God is calling you to do, but can I encourage you today that God wants to give you a new song in your heart. Can I just say this? I mean, there is one, there is one lock that this key will not unlock. If you look in the Bible, it said that the gates of hell, the gates of hell, man, we don't have the key to the gate of hell. All right. The gates of hell are locked. It's a defensive weapon, but God has called us to charge the gates of hell. We, the church are called on mission to do everything we can to plow over the gates of hell together, to rescue souls, to change people's lives. Can I encourage you that we are on mission? Man, the church needs to be alive and vibrant in the middle of this season more than ever before. It's not about our comfort. It's about people knowing Jesus. And we're called just like James, man, to be a slave of Jesus. That word slave means doulos. It means a lowest level servant. Matter of fact, it means somebody who gets down on the lowest part of a boat and starts rowing and just start rowing for Jesus. We're called just to start rowing and saying, no, God, use my life. God, I'm willing. God, I'm faithful. You grow it, but I'm just rowing. I'm going to make a difference. God, just use me. And I want to see people get on deck and see the glory of God because there's some people today that need some keys. There's some people today who don't have a key. And we're called to charge those gates so other people can know their freedom, can know that they're saved from their sin, that they have a purpose, that they have a hope, they have a meaning and a calling in their life. I want to encourage you to be a part of what God is doing here at Real Life. We are relaunching publicly on August 9th. And I want to encourage you to be a part of this because God can use your life. I'm telling you, if you're just willing and you say, God, just use me, he'll use it today. We're not going to underrate heaven. No, we're the church that's going to be full of unity and full of faith. And we're going to charge the gates of hell together. I'm so proud to serve with you. I'm excited for what God's doing. And I believe God has given us all a key. We got one life. We got one shot. We got one moment. And I'm going to ask you today, man, how are you going to use your life? Father, come before you. God, I pray we just use our key, God. I pray we'd open doors on this earth, God, that will stay open for eternity. God, I pray we'd be faithful with your gospel. God, I pray we'd serve people. We wouldn't get distracted by things around us and lose our focus. Man, I want to pray for somebody today of talking to you that has just struggled in this season. Maybe you forgot what it's all about. You've just been sucked into politics, sucked into all, all the, the tension, all the COVID. You've been depressed. You've been just thinking about yourself. Maybe you've been angry. Maybe you just lost focus that heaven is real. And today, you know what? I'm, you're not going to underrate heaven. You are going to be, you know, heaven is real. I'm making a difference. God, use me today. And if that's you, I want to pray for you in this moment. Father, thank you so much for doing the work only can do in our hearts. God, I pray for everybody that's listening, God, just to be rejuvenated. God, just to give us a spirit, God, that's full of you from heaven. God, there's some joy in our steps. There's some passion. There's some stuff we haven't seen in a long time. I know we don't know the future, God, but we know the, the long future of heaven, God. We don't know today, but we know what's going to happen tomorrow. So God, I pray that we just trust you in this season. God, I pray that we just open some doors now, today. We don't know how long 
long our life is going to be. So God, I pray that we'll be faithful to you. God, just give us a great attitude. God, just give us a spirit of humility. God, help us just to love justice, to love you, God, to serve you. God, help us to change our attitudes, to change our family dynamic, to change our habits, to change what we do with your word and who you are. God, I pray just give us the boldness to speak, God, the love to share. God, just the, the words to speak to those around us. God, give us a boldness as a church. God, that we know we have the keys, God. So let's just honor you with our life, God, that we surrender and serve you fully and just take that from us, God, our lives. You can have it and want to serve you. Now, I want to pray for one more person in this season that may say, you know what, Sean, I don't have a key. I need to get a key. Can I tell you about the number one key you can have? Because Jesus, if you don't know who Jesus is, he's a sinless son of God. He died on the cross for you. And on that cross, when he died, the Bible says that he went down into the depths of hell. And it says in Revelation that he actually stole the keys of death, hell, and sin from Satan himself. He robbed Satan of all the keys of our lives and he set us free. And today you can have the key of heaven. You can have forgiveness. You can have new life. You can be made new because of what Jesus did on the cross for you. The Bible says that anybody calls on Jesus will be saved. We've made new, be transformed today. And so today, if you want to say yes to Jesus, you want to say yes to forgiveness, you want the key of life today, you'll be changed forever. You want your eternal destiny to be heaven and God to give you some of his glory and a piece of heaven in your life today. I would encourage you to pray this prayer. Say, Father God, thanks so much for sending Jesus, man, to steal the keys from Satan, to rob Satan of my sin, of my payment for death, and God to set me free. God, through your blood, through what you did on the cross, that I'm made new. God, you can have my life. I want to serve you. God, thank you for what you did. Thank you for giving me the key of heaven. And God, I love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, come on, real life. Give it up for those who came to Christ today. So excited for the beginning of their journey. I know God is going to use us in amazing ways because we're not going to underrate heaven today. Love you guys. What an incredible morning, an amazing, encouraging message. Man, it has been so good to be here together with all of you. And let me encourage you, if you just prayed that prayer to accept Jesus, this is the first day of the beginning of an incredible journey. And I wanna give you a next step. I want you to text right now, get out your phone, text RLNEXT to 97000. This is gonna connect you with some awesome resources on our website to get you dug in deep to your relationship with Jesus. And you're not gonna wanna miss out on those resources. And Tonight, I'm so excited, is our heart and soul night. We are getting together for a night of incredible worship, fellowship together, some vision casting as we relaunch our in-person gatherings. You do not want to miss it. It's not too late to sign up. Check out the link. We want to see you and your family there. It's going to be an amazing time together. And so whether you're on the team, you're in a life group, you're watching online, you just showed up today, tonight is for you. Come and check out what Real Life's in-person relaunch is all about. Don't miss it. Yeah, I can't wait for you to come tonight. And come on, one more scoop's gonna be there, so there's no excuses Woo! not to show up and get some ice cream on the house, bring everybody out. There's ice cream for everybody. Hey, I wanna encourage you, your generosity is making a difference. Uh, this last week, uh, we've just done so much in the Belton um, School District. We remodeled their um, clothing pantry, uh, an absolute uh, godsend. You guys just made a difference. Um, the, the whole thing, transformation. I talked to the uh, custodians out there, and they were sending pictures up to the superintendent and other people that were so jacked about it, so excited. And so so I want to encourage you that what you're doing is making a difference. We have another serve day coming up. We're going to remodel the high school, uh, their food and clothing pantry on July 25th on a Saturday. And uh, if we have enough of you guys come out, we're going to do that space and a secondary space in the same day. And so I'm just excited to see what God's going to do. It's going to be very similar to last project. And I think we can get both of them knocked out in the same day with some help. So if you can sign up at reallifechurchkc.com and make a huge, huge difference. I would encourage you guys to continue to be generous in this season. There's three ways to give. You can 
give online at reallifechurchkc.com. You can text any amount to 84321, or you can do the old snail mail. But hey, I encourage you to come out tonight, heart and soul. We'd love to see you there. If you can, stand to your feet. We're going to worship Jesus one more time. Come on.
isn't it awesome to know that God has a purpose for our lives? God has, has given us the keys for unity and to overcome fear. So Pastor Sean, thank you for that good word. If you're in a spot where you're just, you, you know that what you've heard today is true, but you need a little extra, a little extra help, a little extra hope, we want to give that to you today. And I want to encourage you to text RL Hope to 97000, and we would love to bring some hope to you in Jesus' name today. Hey, so in a few short minutes, we're gonna have another awesome gathering, online gathering of Real Life Kids Church. So this is for everybody, but especially for you that have kids. This message is directed just for them. There's gonna be some activities, songs. They are gonna have a great time. So don't go away. It's again, it's in a few short minutes. Can't wait to hang out with you guys during the week. Uh, can't wait to see you guys tonight at the Heart and Soul. And as always, remember, whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose.